What is going on, my beautiful people? This is Aaron Palsgrove here, the host, creator, producer, founder, writer for AP Sports Theory and APSportsTheory.com. It's been a hot minute since I created the podcast. I've been busy with school and, you know, not doing podcasts and writing articles for my website, getting a new job, working with the LU Champion. So you should all check that out. You can re- look me up at LUChampion.com or just go to look it up, just Liberty Champion. And then put my name in the search bar. You can see all my articles. I just My most recent one that's coming out, I believe tomorrow, is about the D1 hockey game against Minot State. And you can also read me on the Sixers Sense, or sorry, the Sixers Sense for fansided.com and my own personal website, apsportstheory.com. So you can check me out there. Upcoming in today's episode, episode number four. We are going to start with a brief three-minute monologue-ish of the Super Bowl and what's going on with all that. Joe Burr and Sean McVay coming up in this Sunday, the day before Valentine's Day. I'm telling myself that repeatedly so I don't forget. I'm not going to forget Valentine's Day. I'm going to do great. I appreciate you guys. Anyways, Super Bowl for three minutes, then we're going to take... Then we are going to take about 15 minutes and talk about the UFC and whatever else happens with Noah McAllister, my quad mate up here at Liberty. And then we're going to take start with a new segment, the NBA in 5 Minutes, where I break down everything happening in the NBA and its craziness, which is the trade deadline, Ben Simmons, James Harden, blah, 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 all that. And that's going to close out the podcast. So thank you for tuning in. And as always, this is AP Sports Theory. <laughs> is going on y'all welcome back so super bowl sunday that is going to be this sunday in six days super bowl is the cincinnati Bengals versus the hosting well the hometown los angeles rams sean mcveigh versus zach taylor prodigy versus mentor joe burrow versus matthew stafford the up and coming versus the proven veteran who will win this matchup of the ages I'm actually really looking forward to this game. It's going to be a lot of fun. I'm rooting for the Bengals hard. Who day? I'm pretty sure that's their slogan. We're going to run with it. Joe Burrow is the sexiest man in all of football, and there's no debating it. And he is so much fun to watch, and he's so much fun to root for, and it's so fun. But Matthew Stafford on the other end of the ball is just, we're rooting for him. Because he's just, it's like Chris Paul. It's the old guy that was in a bad situation, and now he's like, he's got a chance to win it all. Chris Paul is going to win it this year. You here it Suns are winning the title. Anyways, back to the Super Bowl. Stafford has a chance here. He's going to do great. And Jamar Chase is incredible. He's crying happy tears about making it. He's a pro bowler. So is Joe Burrow. LA is hosting. So they're at home in the SoFi Stadium where they are. That's, that's where they play every other Sunday. And yeah, it's going to be a fun, fun, fun time. And y'all should definitely tune in. So, some things to watch for. Can Joe Burrow keep the green off his jersey? Can his O-line keep him on the field, keep him on his he- on his feet? And that, that's been a struggle. He let up a lot of sacks very recently, and he manages to overcome each time he does. But if he can't, that might be something to watch for. And the Rams' D-line, eh, that's nothing to talk about. Just, you know, freaking Aaron Donald and Von Miller coming at Joe Burrow, which is terrifying. But if they can get their run game going... And their pass game going, so they need Mixon and Chase and Higgins to be all be on, to all be on their game. That can happen. 
for the Rams to win, Stafford needs to hit Cup. Cup needs to get open. Bengals defense is nothing to nothing to write home about. But if they can get Cup and Stafford and all their guys hitting, and watch out for Higby in the red zone. Higby, I think, is going to have two two tutties, and he's going to be he's going to be dangerous this Sunday night. So it's going to be fun. My final score. It's gonna be fun. I'm looking. I'm. I'm really excited about this. Uh, 32-27, Bengals. They're going to win on a last-second field goal from the man himself, McPherson, who is the most terrifying kicker in the NFL. It's gonna be fun. All right. And now, upcoming is my conversation with Noah McAllister, all about the UFC. Welcome back, people. Uh, okay, so this, I'm joined here by Noah. Noah, say hi. Hello. That's Noah. He doesn't want to be here. That's not true. Yeah, really. I always want to be here. No, you're... Every podcast you ever have. Okay, but I had to beg. Yeah. I've begged for months. Okay. Because I don't know Maybe UFC though. and you do. That's true. Okay, so uh, 271, that is... When's... That's this weekend. Is this Saturday? Saturday? This weekend's going to be nuts, dude. Uh-huh. The Super Bowl and Super Bowl Sunday, two seventy one. Saturday, Valentine's Day is Monday. You don't have to worry about that. No, I don't. <laughs> Thank you. <laughs> yeah, no problem. All my fifteen listeners are gonna hear me make fun of you. Okay, so it's the main card. It, it's not that big of a deal, right? I mean, it's it's a rematch that happened two years ago, October fifth, twenty nineteen. Yeah. At UFC two forty three. And they fought for the first time, and Adesanya had the interim belt, and Whitaker had the belt at the time, but he beat Whitaker, knocking him out, like, two minutes into the second round. And uh, then they he Whitaker, like, fought his way back up, and it's been, like, two years now, and Adesanya has done a lot. He's defended his belt, let's see, one. Three times from what I said. Against Romero Costa. He went up, tried to get the light heavyweight belt. That didn't work. But he still defended the middleweight belt uh, this summer in, in July against Vittori. His and last fight was a loss to Blackovich. That was well. That was two fights ago. That was two fights ago. Yeah, that was. Oh, that was a last loss. That yeah. was in May or something like that. But over the summer, he defended against Vittori, who he fought before, but he destroyed him again. Adesanya is at the moment the face of <laughs> UFC, and he's the best fighter because Francis Ngannou is probably going to leave. Because UFC sucks. Yeah, I mean he wasn't the best when, he, while he's here, but he's the heavyweight champ. But he's right. not the best. Who's the best right now? Uh, pound for pound, which just means like if all right. the fighters no weight classes is Usman. Well, okay, yeah. And then probably number two, they have Volkanovski, the one forty five champ at number two, but I think it's Adesanya because he's probably the best striker ever in UFC history. And, like, no one can compete with him. So. Adesanya is the guy that had that highlight kick a while back, right, where the guy caught him and then he flipped around. No, that was someone else. That, that was, was uh, else? Joaquin Buckley. Joaquin Buckley. I'm telling you, dude, this is why I had to get you on. You just know all this stuff. <laughs> that, that guy, he's like, I think he's he is a middleweight, I think, but he's not. He's uh, he's like a, I don't think he's ranked. He's good. He's fun to watch, but he's not near the top ten or anything. But, I mean, Adesanya's had some highlights, but nothing, like, absurd yet. But I'm sure he's going to do something this time. A lot of people think that Robert might take it this time, but I just don't see it happening because the way they fought last time, 
he just outclassed him in every aspect of striking kicks elbows punches he his defense is unreal he's super long too so he can literally just stick his hand out there and he can't hit him he's a freak of nature all yeah. of his limbs look way too long it doesn't look normal and he, he he's he did kickboxing first but uh before ufc and he was like i want to say like 85 and two which is absurd that, like that's he just, that's a high he number all kinds of weight classes too and he just destroyed people so um first two years in the UFC wins the interim belt and the third year wins the fights for the actual belt wins that and now he's approaching best middleweight of all time because he's already beat Anderson Silva who was the best middleweight even though it was towards the end of his prime but it's still a good good win I don't know I think it should be Adesanya versus Jake Paul for the next fight (laughs) I I would love that I I (laughs) would destroy him the Paul brothers the Paul brothers are fun they are friends Adesanya and Jake Paul because he announces Jake Paul's first fight against Nate Robinson. He was like one of the announcers. Oh, really? And he, uh, afterwards, <laughs> Jake Paul was like jumping up and down, screaming, Is he? Is he? And he like took a picture and he's like, I'm such a big fan. And he was like, Thanks. Appreciate that. But yeah, so I don't know. I doubt we'll ever fight, but I would love to see Jake Paul go into MMA and just get destroyed. That'd be fun. Him. But Jake Paul's too smart for that. He's nitty. He might, he might do it. Because uh, he's been training. Like MMA. Well, I know Logan wants to go to UFC. Yeah. And he like he. I like, don't think they'll ever get into the UFC, but they might be able to do a different promotion that'll let them in because UFC is too big and Dana White doesn't like either of them. Dana White's also a tyrant. Yeah, but he's like, there's a reason his business is the best in the game. He is he's. A I don't know. I think. Man. I think Belfort could give him a run for his money. Vitor. Belfort. Belfort. Oh, Bellator. 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 That's what it's yeah. called. I was gonna say Belfort is a fighter. Yeah. <laughs> Belt, I mean, well, Bellator I mean, is they they basically just get the rejects of the UFC, and, or people that leave the UFC because they suck. So they're probably the second best, but they uh, they're not going to overtake UFC for a while. UFC is on such a uprising; it's, it's incredible. It's it's getting bigger and bigger and bigger every year. And more right. more people take notice. So back to the card. It is Adisana Whitaker for the main event. Mm-hmm. And then the heavyweight bout right before that is Lewis versus Tuivas. Tuivasa. 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 That one's that one's gonna be good because they both knock out everybody they fight. And Tuivasa is the one that's, well, that's known for that's the. It's kind of like just a theme with heavyweights. Yeah, yeah, but these two especially like just in people's lives with one punch. But uh, Tuivasa is the one that also celebrates with a shoey after every uh, win. You know what that is? No. It's where he takes a shoe from the crowd. And dumps a beer in it and uh, drinks it on okay. in the cage. It's hilarious. I don't. I honestly don't know who's gonna win that. I that I would probably pick Derek like Lewis. A very bad idea. Yeah, I'd it's... probably pick Derek Lewis, but they're both very similar. They just stand up and bang, and it's so entertaining. Um. Oh, I meant to ask the bantamweight fight, Kyler Phillips versus uh, Rojo. 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 <laughs> it it says Rojo on my paper. I know, but it's. It's pronounced for I've, I've picked up on that because you just corrected me. But, uh, yeah, Phillips is 26 years old. Yeah. I mean, that's not super young for UFC. That's, like, average. Like, all the champs, I think every champ is above 30. Or, yeah, I want to say, I believe by now. Um, Which is strange because I'm used to guys in the NBA and NFL, and the NFL is a young man. Well, NBA definitely is a young man's game. But UFC is much... UFC, like... It's much more spread. For instance, like, Max Holloway, he started when he was 21 years old. Hmm. 
And, I mean, he's been fighting for 10 years now, and he's only 30. You know Jay-Z released his first album when he was 29 or something like that? I did not know that. Yeah, I saw it on TikTok. Cool. Or Twitter. <laughs> I don't remember. Anyway, but, um, like, the youngest fighter right now, I think, is 21. His name's Chase Hooper. Is he any good? He's all right. He's obviously, like, a very young fighter. He right. doesn't, like, beat anyone impressive. And that's the thing about fighting. Fighting is so much experience, and you have to learn from every fight. Yeah, it's... Like that's what's crazy about Gon Cyril Gon, who just fought Nagano for the heavyweight, which he lost, but he put up a good fight. He has only been training MMA for uh, I think two years, yeah, which is absurd. Nagano hasn't been going for that long either. Though. He hasn't been going for that long either, but he's more like six years, so he's got a hang of it. Obviously, he's the champ. But that's just what's impressive about Gon is he. Uh, Didn't they also have the same trainer that Nagano yeah. left? They had. They both lived in uh once. In France, yeah, and they had the same trainer. Then the guy who left, and there wasn't really ill will between them until they started like realizing they were gonna fight each other. And then, like in the press conference, he talked about how how when they sparred, the guy who like head kicked them unconscious. But he, of course, I mean, you're just taking their word for it. No one knows what happened. It wasn't recorded. So they just went back and forth, like, "Oh, you didn't head kick me unconscious. I was fine." Blah blah blah. But so yeah, so I don't think they hate each other. They they made up after the fight. It wasn't like a. Did they kiss? No, they did not kiss. They hugged. Shame. They didn't kiss. It wasn't like a Colby versus Usman type deal, where it's like true hatred. But yeah, but this card this weekend isn't bad. It's not the best one in a while, but the first the top three fights are good. Cannonier versus Brunson is probably a number one contender fight. That's they're both thirty eight, so that's yeah, that's old. Brunson's fought Brunson fought Adesanya when he was new, when Adesanya was like his third fight in the UFC, and he <laughs> he destroyed Brunson, and they talked so much trash, but it was kind of funny because Adesanya is my favorite fighter, so I just love seeing him talk trash. I Holloway is your favorite fighter. Holloway is like my other favorite. I only have two that like I oh, just really okay. love. My bad. You can't. You can. You can. You can have two favorites in the UFC. Well, I mean, you, you can have as many as you want. A lot of people like to say Conor McGregor, but that's mostly casuals. They're like, nope. oh, I love Conor McGregor. I define as a UFC casual. I live by Which that. It's fine. I respect people more when they say that they're a casual instead of being like, oh, Why yeah. do you think I brought you on to talk about it? Because <laughs> you're not a casual. You're a nerd. Um, yeah, but Cannoneer, uh, he used to be heavyweight. That sounds like a position in the military. Cannoneer. Yeah. It definitely is. He used to be a heavyweight. Um which is crazy if you look at him because he's shredded, but he, and he's 5'11". So he used to fight at, like, 250. Then he went down to light heavyweight, and he was, like, 205. And he went down to middleweight, which is 185, and, like, just cut down, and now he's shredded. It's probably his best weight class that he's been at. Um, but he did just – I think he, he lost his last fight to uh, – who did he fight last? I think it was to Whitaker, actually. But I think if he beats Brunson – Whitaker he, is not heavyweight. No, Whitaker's fighting Adesanya. That's right, he's a middleweight. Yeah, middleweight. I'm saying the Cannonier's been at middleweight for a couple of years now. He's stayed here. Oh, okay. But, yeah, and then Brunson's basically a gatekeeper, which is just someone who just goes win-loss, win-loss, and just stays in the middle of the rankings. But he's a decent fighter. He's just too old. Um, I don't think if either of them get a chance at fighting Adesanya, there's no shot they win. He, that's kind of the theme with Adesanya yeah. is anybody who fights him. He's cleared out most of the division. The only like worthy person left is Whitaker, who he's already beat, but is the clear second best in the division. But after him, it's like it, there's not a lot of people that Izzy hasn't already destroyed. So I can see him going back up to 205 sometime soon. 
Um, because even though he lost to Blahovich, he like he just didn't put on a lot of weight, and he kind of thought he could go in there as normal weight, which he did fine. It wasn't like a beat down. He didn't get destroyed. He just got uh, wrestled a lot. And since Blahovich is way bigger than him, like physically, not exactly height wise, he just like laid on him and kind of took the smart route of taking him down. But I could definitely see him uh, go back up in the future. I hope. Because only four people have won belts in two different classes. Alright, so according to uh, DraftKings, it is Adesanya. Wow. <laughs> Adesanya. <laughs> Ooh, that's bad. Is the clear favorite in the money line. He's minus 280. Yeah. So if you're going to bet, you, you better bet on Adesanya. I personally would not bet on this fight. Okay. Because even though I am a huge fan of Adesanya and have watched all his fights live, I, I think he'll win. Right. It's just fights like these where it's the two best in the division, I, I would stay away from. But if UFC you see, is also like anybody could get the draw. One, one, yeah. One punch can end the whole fight. Like, right. even if you're. That's why you also shouldn't bet on NBA games because anything can go happen. Yeah. But it's more true in the UFC than any other sport. Literally, one punch across the jaw, perfect placement, you're out, and it's Jake over. Paul? Yeah. <laughs> Except that was boxing a retired UFC fighter. Those are rigged. Yeah, but, like, for instance, uh, Anderson Silva fought Chael Sonnen. I don't know if you know who that is. I uh, don't. He, they, both of them are retired now, but they were, like, they were they were a, a big rivalry back in, like, the early 2000s. They fought twice, and Chael Sonnen, like, destroyed him through, like, four rounds, and he was going to 100% win. And then the last round, Silva put him, uh, was laying on his back, and they were wrestling, and he put him in a uh, leg triangle and submitted him with, like, a minute left and a one. And so, like, I mean, that that wasn't a knockout, but that just shows you can win in any way at any time if you can, like, stay with it and not gas out. You're, you impress me with your... My memory. <laughs> yeah. Uh, so, DraftKings also has the the line for the Cannoneer Brunson fight at minus 170. Cannoneer's the favorite. Yeah. Lewis is the favorite over Tuivasa. Yeah, all these are close though. Mm-hmm. Like the uh, Bobby Green versus Nasrat. Uh, that one's like I expect Bobby Green to win, but that one's just like a pick 'em because there's like the line's almost the same. Yeah, like it's almost it could be zero. And all these odds change every single day until the, right until ten o'clock when the first main card fight starts. I'm curious to see how much it'll change to. I'm assuming. It's only going to get closer for Adesanya and Whitaker. So if you're going to hop on that, yeah, if you're going to bet on, I bet on it probably now. Yeah, but it could just stay relatively same. Uh, prelims aren't terrible. Um, there's a uh, Andre Arlovsky used to be the heavyweight champ, but now he's on. He's a prelim fighter. He's just old, but he's still good. Uh, Roxanne Mudaferi. She's she's not bad. She's weird. <laughs> she's really weird. When she does her way in, she wears like a Goku, like wig, and like dresses up like a dra- Dragon Ball Z character. And it's kind of strange. I don't see anything weird about that. Uh, some people might. Dude, I I have one episode left in the new season, new arc of Demon Slayer. It's art. It's incredible. You should you should totally join me and watch no, it. I'm not watching. Ethan's anime. coming into town this weekend just to watch anime with me. Oh my goodness. He's not actually. It's Valentine's Day. He's, okay, I was like. Yeah. <laughs> but it happens to be the final episode is this Saturday. Yeah. And so he's going to watch it with me. 
which is exciting. One thing I do miss is that Adesanya trains at uh, City Kickboxing in New Zealand, which is actually his, one of his teammates is Alexander Volkanovsky, Volkanovsky who is the... Fe- oh, I watched his fight. Yeah, you watched his fight, the featherweight champ, who's mm-hmm. pretty good, who also doesn't deserve to be champ because Max Holloway beat him last time, but it's whatever. I'm not mad, clearly. Um, but do you want to you- get me dinner? you want to buy dinner? No. Okay. Uh, but... Usually when Adesanya fights, they put, like, his team- teammates on there. That was my phone. Uh, it's on the ground now. Uh, but this time they only have one of his teammates, which no, is my phone. Carlos Olberg, if you ask nicely. Thank you. need to ask nicely. Please. Go through your search history. There is nothing. I clear it. Mom, didn't even hear that. <laughs> oh, wow. Okay. You have homework to do, and I have Drugs. a pocket. Well, I wasn't going to say it. I said it for you. Yeah. It's my ADHD drugs, Noah. Aren't you glad I take those? Yeah. Yeah, you are. I mean, I don't carry more since you're not in my room. This is true. We just live in the same quad, and I could be keeping you up all night. Do not eat the microphone. Okay. Thank you for joining me in... No problem. ...investing in your UFC. Yep. Okay. And now we are going to cut to break, and I'm going to talk about NBA. Bye. If you haven't heard about Anchor by Spotify, it's the easiest way to make a podcast with everything you need all in one place. Let me explain. Anchor has tools that allow you to record and edit your podcast right from your phone or your computer, which I'm doing right now. When hosting on Anchor, you can distribute your podcast on listening platforms like Spotify, Apple Podcasts, Google Podcasts, and many, many more. It's everything you need to make a podcast all in one place. And best of all, it's totally free. I'm broke. I use Anchor all the time. I'm using it right now. It's amazing. Download the Anchor app or go to anchor.fm to get started. What's up, y'all? You'll just share my conversation with Noah McAllister, talking UFC and all that jazz. So now we're going to start my brand new segment, NBA in 5 Minutes. I'm going to set a timer on my phone here for 5 minutes, and we're going to start start talking about the NBA, everything that is going on. 3, 2, 1. Here we go, 5 minutes starting now. All right, so the East is tight. Top five teams, Heat, Bulls, Bucks, Cavs, Sixers, are all one and a half games apart, which for those who don't know, that means that if the Heat lose two games and the Sixers win two games, and that's all that happens, Sixers move up to first, right? Well, it doesn't work that way because teams lose and they win all the time, and teams can win on the same nights and it'll change everything up, but that's how it would be working. So the East is tight. The West is not. The top three teams, Suns, Warriors, Grizzlies, everybody else is way behind. Jazz, Mavericks, Nuggets are right there. The trade deadline is Thursday. Um, yeah, so, right, and then in the back, back to the East, the Raptors, the Nets, and the Celtics, and the Hornets are all right behind that top five. So in the East, top five, Heat, Bucks, Bulls, Cavs, Sixers, and then there's a second four, Raptors, Nets, Celtics, Hornets. And then there's the everybody else. The three teams in the everybody else that you should watch out for, the Hawks, the Wizards, and the Knicks. In the West, there's the top three, and that's their golden standard with like angel music and like, oh, halos and all that. Suns, Warriors, Grizzlies are your top three. And then in the tier right below them is your second four. Jazz, Mavericks, Nuggets, Timberwolves. Yes, Timberwolves. Right after that is the LA teams, Clippers, Lakers, both at 17 games back. 
They're the 8 and 9 seed at 17 games back. And then right after them, at 21 and 22 and 23, and 23 and a half, Pels, Blazers, Spurs, Kings. Thunder and Rockets are out in the West. But, so I said that the Lakers and the Clippers, the LA teams are 8 and 9, right, in the West. Well, what you should notice is that the 8 and 9 in the East is the Celtics and the Hornets, and they're four and a half games and six games back. So, let me say that again. They are the 8 and 9 seed in the East, and they're four and a half games and six games behind the first seed. In the West, they're 16 and a half and 17 games behind the Suns. So, the top three t- teams in the Suns are so much better than the top three teams in the East. It's not fair. But the East is deep because everybody up to basically the Knicks and then the Pacers cannot make the playoffs but everybody above that is it, it's tight it's very very fun on win streaks right now Raptors Celtics are both at five game win streaks and then right behind them is the well ahead of them is the Warriors at eight and T-Wolves are at four so they're hot. But the big streak right now is the Brooklyn Nets with eight, who have lost their last eight in a row after the James Harden rumors came out and James Harden is out and Kyrie is about half, KD is out. It's a whole mess in Brooklyn. So that's all happening. And not to mention, the trade deadline is Thursday. So I'm going to be publishing this 10 o'clock Monday night which means that the trade deadline will be in just about three days. So we're going to see some James Harden drama, some Ben Simmons drama, and it's been about three and a half minutes. And yeah, that's happening, and the trade deadline is happening soon. What you need to watch out for, Ben Simmons, James Harden, Bradley Beal could all be moved to different teams. The Cavs just made a move for Karis LeVert that finalizes their team, and they are a contender. They're scary in the playoffs, and you don't want to play them. They will take a chunk out of you, even if they lose. Pacers are selling, which means they're going through a fire sell. They just sent Karis LeVert for almost nothing in Ricky Rubio. So, that's happening. And yeah, trade deadline is coming up, and All-Star game is coming up as well. The All-Star draft should be Thursday night, I believe, but it's happening soon. DeJounte Murray and Lamelo Ball, Lamelo Ball were just named as replacements for the injured Kevin Durant and Draymond Green. Yeah, NBA is fun. I should be paying attention. So, yeah, and upcoming in the NBA this week, there are some good East Powerhouse games. Starting tonight, Monday the 7th, we have Golden State at OKC. That's good for just funsies. Phoenix at Chicago, that's a big one, even though Chicago lost last night to the Sixers. Tomorrow, Phoenix at Philly. Chicago at Charlotte Wednesday. And Toronto, or sorry, Milwaukee at Phoenix on Thursday. So that is the NBA in five minutes with me. All right, that's going to be the end of this podcast. Thank you all for tuning in. It has been a pleasure, as always. Tune in next week. We're going to be doing the exact same thing, talking NFL for a bit, recapping the Super Bowl, which is, again, this weekend, this Sunday. Pay attention. And I will not be posting Monday. I'll be posting Tuesday because Monday is Valentine's Day. Woo! So tune in Tuesday to get everything you want, NBA, Super Bowl recap, and a UFC recap. All right, have a good one.